This presentation is from UX Australia 2018, held in Melbourne. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Yeah, so the question was about chatbots and um, how does this kind of apply with um, the concepts I'm talking about. So it's, it's a great question. So chatbots, they can be really useful for like a really quick answer, but as it's kind of difficult to build sometimes personality into it because you can get it very wrong. You can go very quickly into the kind of Microsoft Clippy kind of thing. Um, but that can be useful for those quick, quick questions where you don't want to have to ring up someone <laughs> and wait for a long time uh, on the customer service line and they get a quick one minute answer. So I think you have to use it sparingly. I don't think it replaces a customer service. And you can see here how the one example I use, Bonobos, they actually, I don't think they would use a chatbot. It's all about that customer service and a tailored experience, which kind of really aligns with the brand, but also aligns with the stuff that they sell, because it's all about the kind of tailored clothing. So I hope that answers. Thanks. Any more questions? So how do you keep people away from distractions in emergencies? So um, you can have a look, going back to, it's a kind of a weird example, but kind of stay with me a little bit. So when you look at human factors, um, some of the reasons for big uh, full-on disasters, uh, Three Mile Island, was around the amount of notifications that the control room were getting at one time. So they'd just been inundated by messages. Nothing was really prioritized over another thing. And so kind of everyone was calling out for, for attention. Let's say uh, it didn't happen, but let's say a toaster is kind of overheating versus your nuclear reactor is going to be overheating. We're all kind of at the same level. So I think it's all about looking at those historical things because uh, they're in ISO standards. Uh, there's a whole lot of practice around it. And you can take those and apply it to every technology that you use. So the example I, I taught at GA a while ago and said, imagine that, let's say, a big star, let's say Tom Cruise. I don't know why I use Tom Cruise, but there you go. Um, his number gets out in the public domain, and everyone starts messaging him. Like, that phone will be going off the hook if actually, and hopefully, Apple have kind of designed in a system where they were able to prioritize some messages over others. Because you wouldn't actually be able to kind of type even a message, because your just phone would be going blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, I think it's about trying to find use cases and trying to take it to that nth degree, to that, those extreme, extreme cases, and kind of bring it back so you design for everyone. Thanks, good question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's hard because a lot of it is context. Um, I think it's getting smarter and smarter in terms of the, uh, VR and stuff, in terms of testing. So I worked on a project with Sydney Metro where we put people through VR and they were able to walk through tunnels. Although it wasn't like a difficult situation, we were able to put people in a crowded area and try to find a platform station without having any kind of signage there at all. So I suppose you try and make it as real life as possible. 
Um, and you don't want to put people through undue stress because it's not, it's not a great experience. You, um, so sometimes journey shadowing will help you. Um, a day in the life of things will help you too. So, but it's hard. And it's kind of you run into that ethical situation as well. Like you don't want to be putting people through natural disasters just to see how people will cope. But obviously you do as much kind of drills and that kind of stuff to understand how would you actually uh, work in an emergency. Interestingly, um, I heard a podcast about how NASA have been taking people away for two weeks um, because I realized that we're sending people up into space, but they didn't actually spend any prolonged period of time with each other. And so they would take people out into the wilderness and pretty much just let them work out how to get from one place to another place. So they had to deal with a lot of stuff around leadership, around kind of uh, how do people would deal in those kind of emergency situations. And uh, there was a guide that followed them, and basically he would let them go where, or she would let them go wherever they needed to go. And that increased actually the success of their missions by I don't know how many percent, but I'm not going to spout numbers. But that's an interesting kind of approach where you take a different scenario and context, but you apply it to um, obviously another kind of experience. So you can do that too. All right, no more questions? Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. Thank you for listening to this presentation from UX Australia 2018. For more presentations, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.